Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Cheez-Its and Pringles. We did it, Tate. We uh, we got Cheez-Its to drop the bag for us. You got Cheez-Its to drop the bag for you. We're not really sure how we got Cheez-Its or Pringles, yeah. but we were really appreciative. And we, I think everyone collectively here ate a box at least. Yeah. The, Kyle, the, Kyle's eating right now. Cheez-Its dropped it. Thank you, Pringles. Kyle is literally eating a tube of Pringles as we speak. Um we had the big shipment sent to Tate. Uh, it says very clearly on the package, Tate Frazier. And then like everyone in the company was like, oh, sweet. Fuck Tate. I'll just take whatever I, I want. And I then felt like the did. rookie on a team and people were just yeah. coming by. They're like, oh, you like the Chips Lux cookies? And they would just grab it out of my hand. Uh, Cheez-Its and Pringles have, uh, th- this is this has been Kyle's sustenance for like three weeks at this point. So um, <laughs> It's been quite a ride. <laughs> Cheez-Its, Pringles, drop another bag. We're, we're running out. But um, I have something to say about Cheez-Its and Pringles, Tate, mm. and it's this. Hey, College Hoops fans, being hungry for a win is good. Mm. Being just hungry, not so much. So stock up on Pringles and Cheez-Its before the game because the best way to keep the team spirit high in your home is to keep the snack bowls full with Pringles and Cheez-It. We do it. We eat Pringles and Cheez-It. Kyle's eating them right now. I'm so excited. That to be honest, though, we do not eat them out of a bowl. We eat them out of the box. We just, or, yeah, we, yeah. What we do is, it's like, we apologize. We need to make this more formal. I don't even, I don't even stick my hand in the box. I just open the box and like just shovel the <laughs> shit into my mouth, and that's how I eat that stuff. So, um, Jesus, we're very excited because this was uh, one of the goals we had on this podcast was to sell out, and and having Pringles and Cheez-Its uh, drop the bag for us is one step closer to selling out. Tate also helping us sell out is uh, the tour that we just went on. We're going to talk about that today. Um, also, is it controversial? that, you know, given the Shabazz Napier snacks comments that were made mm. a few years back that now we're eating all these snacks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think there might be in poor taste. This is the... the Even though Pringles taste listen, so good. Tate, this is the dilemma as guys who are profiting off of college basketball. Like, this is this is our entire existence is like a catch-22 of like, pay the players. This, is, this, this whole system is corrupt and everyone's like, you guys are making money off this system, right? It's like, don't look into that. This is this a nonprofit <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're a nonprofit podcast. Uh, as far as so I'm concerned. <laughs> college basketball season has started. It started. It's uh and and according to my research, there are teams in the country other than Duke that mm. are playing college basketball. I don't know. Um, What's gonna happen in that third game? Yeah. I'm keeping my eye on it. So we covered if you missed it, we did uh we our last pod was like a week ago. Wow, time flies. Uh didn't feel like that long ago, but it was a week ago. We covered we did the Champions Classic recap. We talked about basically Duke and Kansas the whole time and what the fuck is John Calipari doing with this Kentucky team. Um we're gonna we're gonna talk about everything else that's going on in the start of college basketball. Everything that's happened in week one. Some teams are trending up. Some are trending down, Tate. Some are Buffalo's trending we, up. Yeah, what, a lot do, of Buffalo yeah. talk to come. If you're a Buffalo fan, I don't know. Get excited, maybe. Uh, uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to to make sense of a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do today. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do our best. But first, Woody Durham. All right, Tay, before we get to all the action going on in college basketball, let's be a little self-indulgent. Um, maybe five minutes, which actually for us means probably 10 to 20 minutes. Let's um, just say 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, right. that's our standard. Because <laughs> then you can go long or short. In my mind, it's going to be five minutes, but uh, realistically, it's probably going to be much longer. Um, recap the tour that we just went on. Uh, the people have been asking, are you going to release the, the, the podcast? Are you going to release the shows as podcast? The answer is no. Um and there are a few reasons for that. <laughs> and we're laughing. Discretion. Yeah. D- yeah. 
Uh, a few reasons for that. Number one, it wouldn't make good audio. Not that the regular podcasts make good audio, but, uh, you know, like, yeah, good joke, guys. Good joke, America. I beat you to the punch. Um, but the, the, uh, 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 it wouldn't make good audio because the audience, because we are so goddamn funny that, like, the audience was laughing so much. We didn't have a laugh track. Yeah. We, it would have sounded like a laugh track. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we had, like, some video elements that we were showing. Uh, we were showing footage that. In uh, some shows. If you're yeah. in the Chicago show, I apologize. Yeah, we, yeah. we tried our best. Kyle right. had to leave. It was, uh, it was a shit show. In and Chicago. then also, we Makes realized so happy. the guests <laughs> that we had when, uh, when we told the guests that we were not going to release these shows as podcasts. And basically, what happens in this room is going to stay in this room their eyes lit up and they got really excited mm-hmm. and we realized that we we, we lied to them initially we, <laughs> we told them that so they mm-hmm. would open up and then we were going to still release the pods and then we realized like that would be you a can very never dirty trust thing a journalist yeah, you know right. it's the almost <laughs> famous thing never trust a journalist you're the bad guy we are the bad guys also bad guys but we're in the room and right. we're telling these guys we're like just say what you want shoot from the hip so we had uh uh we went to four places we've we've uh I, I you know like most of the people listening to this did not see us live Tate so this is they're kind of rolling their eyes and why are you guys talking about this but I I, I think it's fun to to one I, I want to like talk about it in a way that's like um we're we're bragging about how fun the show was and basically setting something up where like if you miss the show don't miss our next tour that we go on I, that, that's why I wanted to bring it up like just to talk about it in that in that sense um, so is this sponsored yeah yeah okay great. um. But but also I, w- I wanted to thank everyone for coming because it was it was a lot of fun and I think it's like uh, I don't know we had we had no idea what we're going into it. I, I I assume that most of the people that came to the show are now listening and they want to hear us like comment on some of our favorite moments so I just wanted to like yeah off the top just what, what what's the one thing that stood out to you on the tour the one thing that stood out to me is uh, there were actual people that listened to the podcast yeah, as I explained it was shocking. It was shocking. I we hung out with people after the shows which we really enjoy talking to people about the show and uh, the people that. Uh, Really, back to the T-Dup days, you know, had a lot of people make those comments, which is very nice. But it's also one of those things where, you know, you can see someone's face. As I explained to many people, it's usually me and Kyle sitting in a room by ourselves. It's Mark the algorithm. Titus is in Columbus, Ohio. You think it's just the algorithm that's, that's <laughs> spitting stuff out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We never know that real people are actually listening. So to see real faces, uh, put faces to trolls on Twitter, uh, put faces to names, put faces to all things. Uh, it was a fun time. And I, and I think I enjoyed uh, the Q&A parts, uh, having a little banter yes. back with the crowd. I think... We enjoyed having Bobby and Robbie on, uh, and, and unfortunately, we only had three mics. Uh, right, so yeah. We don't know how we showed up, but we made it work. We made the it Chicago work. show was uh, a, a disaster. A disaster. Kyle <laughs> bailed on us. Did not come to the Chicago show. I'm not saying it's your fault, Kyle. Um, Kyle yeah, said I, can't I ran out of money. Hour on Tuesday so real quick, room. real quick highlights for those wondering like what the context of the show was, and if we do another tour, and I think we're going to do another tour. A little pre tease here. We're going to figure out a way to do another tour. Uh, and if you have any friends we, that are women, please invite them. <laughs> God damn, please invite, please invite them. <laughs> We'd love to see them. I mean, not in a weird way at all. Just like to entertain them as best we can. Just, uh, I will make just. I will talk about anything outside of basketball if that will help with entertainment. Whatever it takes. I mean, they want to hear about you know a star is born. I don't know. I'll make a phone call and I'll put the phone up against the microphone and let let them talk about it. But I'll do my best. Uh, Chicago was good in that part. We did have. Uh, yeah, we had, my mom we had said if we come to Chapel Hill, she'll bring all of her garden club oh, friends. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> said, Thank you, mom. Whatever, whatever it yeah. takes. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, in Columbus, the highlight was we asked Chris Holtman how much cocaine he thinks Eric Musselman does. Um, yes. And then he looked at us like he looked at me like. What the fuck did you drag me into? How did I end up on this stage? And uh, I said, "Sorry, and, coach, but I got to ask the tough questions up here. I yeah. am a journalist." He actually had fun. He seemed to have a lot of fun with it, but he we uh, uh, he went into it unsure of what it was because we did too. And <laughs> Columbus was my favorite show because it was basically my people, and they were just hooligans, and it was probably our biggest crowd. And um, 
I, I thought we were going to have like a, 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 a normal podcast sort of vibe and maybe there'd be a little audience interaction. And then as soon as we walk on stage, it was like a goddamn Jerry Springer show and just people are hooting and hollering and like throwing yeah. beers. I was like, oh my Lord. And then it just got wilder from there. And in, it, was, in, it was a ton of fun. And Greg Oden, uh, to his credit, I mean, it took a lot, a little bit of time for him to warm up. We were talking about bad guys and just the Adidas stuff and Greg's sitting over there and, yeah. you know, God knows what he's thinking Typical about. Probably Greg. just in his head here. Meet me in the middle. It's all I could hear in his song. It's all I could hear in his head. And then eventually he, he chimed in and started. I, I kept saying, Greg, your thoughts. Yeah. And he finally and finally chimed in and, and made it happen. So uh, good Louis, job, Greg. Louis that was Louis after Little. Holtman left, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once Holtman left. Yeah, he was on his best behavior. He took his hat off, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did take his hat off. He did take his hat off. That was funny. Um yeah, Louisville was fun. We had the the guy who uh was telling us about his cigarette burns on his arm and we had no idea. Th- that was that was the weird the thing. Last the fans, question. Yeah. The fan Make a lot a of the fans one. The Q and A's they wanted to like they wanted to create a bond with Kyle and talk about their forearms that mm-hmm. kept happening and it was mm-hmm. very strange. Um, and one guy was like, "Yeah, I burned cigarettes on my arm when I was in the Navy." And I was like, "Cool, man." I was waiting for him to say like he covered it up with a tattoo or something. He's like, yeah. "No, that's it." I no, no he cigarettes. gave the microphone yeah. back to Kyle. He's like, "All right, that's it." We're like, <laughs> "All right, that's you're like that's the last question." It was a statement. That man, that man's listening to this podcast right now, and I just want to tell that man. Uh, we, it was pretty cool. It, it was it was it was fun. It was it was just not a question. We were, we were doing a question and answer it's, session. It was not a, a question. It's a very maverick move. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. like, "You don't tell me what I ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what I'm going to say." The the highlight of the Bloomington show was uh, Tate saying, "I will fuck you up" to the entire crowd when someone asked mm. if you the, the Q and A happened and someone <laughs> raises his hand and he goes. My question's for Tate and Kyle. Who would win in a game of one-on-one if you guys played right now? Mm-hmm. And Tate like just got out of his chair and pointed at the guy and like, listen, dude, I will fuck you up. And this it wasn't is, it wasn't shtick. Thir- it wasn't no, a bit. No, 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 no. I told him to go get a basketball, come back. And and your dad, uh, God bless his soul, he he stands up and starts clapping. <laughs> My dad loves that. He, he loved that. Because we had been showing Bob Knight clips just like, you know, talking about like a pastime of just being t- yeah. tough and, you know, like you know, Patrick Ewan was talking about pulling your nuts out. I mean, that's what we yeah. were basically showing clips of Bob Knight saying to his players. And, uh, you you know, your dad was all fired up from that, and then we went back at their throats a little bit. But all in good fun. Love the Bloomington crowd. Love that guy that asked that question. Again, yeah. bring that all, basketball. It was all in good fun. I'll fuck you up in good fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> um, and then Chicago, we had the technical difficulties because Kyle bailed on us. But Robbie and Bobby saved us. Uh, we're gonna have we we need to have both those guys on the real show, and mm-hmm. so we can show them off to the world because they were they were a ton of fun and had great stories and. Um, yeah, it was a great time. So uh, I don't know. We, I just wanted to talk about that because I wanted to thank everyone for coming out. We 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 legit had no idea what to expect in terms of crowd size, in terms of what the show is going to be, in terms heckling. of like we had no heckling. Idea. Like we have never this this almost like wasn't even our idea. Like the people at the ringer approached us and said, "You guys want to do a tour?" And we're like, "What does that mean?" And they said, "We don't really know. Just go figure it out." Mm-hmm. Um, so. It, it it was it was very much a success, and I don't even mean that to to stroke our own egos. I mean that that like I I was very anxious about what this was going to be, become, and I had a ton of fun, and it was awesome, and I would love to do that again. So thank you to everyone who came out. It was cool. That's pretty much all I want to say about. It. And it rained everywhere we went. Yeah, it did. Every yeah, single place we went, we were just getting followed by. A I realized. Cloud. I realized I'm very, very soft. Yeah, I've been out. I've been out in LA for a couple <laughs> weeks, and I went back to the Midwest, and I was already complaining about the weather. And it's bad. Tate. It's it's very it's very bad. So, I agree. I, I mean, Chicago was freezing. No, I mean, I don't mean the weather's bad. I mean, like my my transformation is bad. Like what LA does. Like I'm going soft. This is happening, and I can't stop it. And it sucks. It very it sucks very much. Can we talk about basketball though? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? Um. So what to you? Uh, we we've had a week since the Champions Classic. Um, Duke was the talk of everything, and still is. Uh, Did you know, Mark Titus, that Duke will be playing Coach K's alma mm-hmm. mater at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Sunday <laughs> in prime time? 
on ESPN on Sunday, 1 p.m. Duke will be playing Army. Coach K will be playing on his, Veterans Day. On Veterans Day, Army will be coming to Cameron Indoor. Mm-hmm. They will be playing each other on Sunday at 1 p.m. I've never Duke seen went to Army. <laughs> or, uh, Coach K went to Army. Uh, Coach K is Duke. Duke went to Army. Duke is Army. Coach K got Blip, married. Bomb, on, bomb, people Blip. forget Coach K got married on campus <laughs> <laughs> on the day of his graduation. He married his wife on Army's campus, which is like a story that just gets glossed over. Like, just imagine that right now. That like on the day that you're graduating, you then you do your ceremony and then you walk over to the chapel and get married. Like that is absurd. It's absurd, and people just gloss over. Like, I, I swear, like all these, I need to see the tapes of that. All the stories <laughs> that sounds like folktale. All the stories of romance and everything else that happened like before 1975. It, it, it's the Could most be in, fiction. Well, no, it's the most insane shit if you put it in terms of like you, like the Frank the Frank Martin story talking about how he was courting his wife and you like put that <laughs> in the the lens of today. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Um, same thing with the Coach K thing. Like, it sounds romantic because you're just, like, picturing the 60s or whenever the hell, the, the 40s, whenever it, it is he graduated. It's a window <laughs> yeah. from the 20s to the 50s to the 60s. It's, it sounds so romantic back then, but if you put it in 2018 terms that a guy, like, got married right after his graduation, be like, it's kind of weird, dude. It's kind of, like, I don't know, celebrate one thing at a time here? I don't know. Have you seen the man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the point. Everyone's talking about Duke. We just did it. We just did it ourselves. We got we got sucked into the vortex. Um. But what other than Duke and the first week of the season jumps out to you? If I ever say to you, where do we want to start this podcast? You would say what? LeGerald Vick set a big big 12 record. He did. Eight for eight from three. A man that we were calling Gerald just a week ago. The last time we had a podcast, we're calling him Gerald Vick. I'm upset that he lost his number to Charlie. And I'm like, how is he going to lose number two? Hilarious story. Yeah. What is this whole thing? Like, they didn't even want him to come back to the program. The man goes into the field house and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to set not only a Kansas record and go eight for eight. I thought he was going to blow it at the end and take a stupid shot. Thank goodness he didn't. That would have been the Gerald thing to do. And then... He does it. It's a Big 12 record. Eight for eight from three. He had 32 so, points, I believe. So, yeah. So what do we do now? What, what do you, what, what, you, you and I? No, Kansas. Like, oh, Kansas. I mean, he's our best player, I think, right? Right, right, right. yeah. But do we have to tell him that? It, 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 is one of the, right. it, it is one of the funniest stories in college basketball right this second is that LeGerald Vick was basically kicked off Kansas. Like, like Bill Self, this didn't happen. there was no spot. Yeah. Let me remind people that, that this did not happen in uh, in April or May or whatever where where <laughs> – the Gerald Vick was going through the process and Bill Self thought he was gone or whatever. Bill Self came out in February and said, LeGerald Vick is gone. <laughs> like, I'm getting this guy. This guy is off my team. I don't care yeah. where he goes. At the end of the season, LeGerald Vick is gone. You're going pro. You're Go wherever you want. Just get the hell out of here, right? Mm-hmm. He makes this announcement in February. And, okay, so that's what's going to happen. And then LeGerald Vick comes back after uh, the whole process, and it was very awkward for everybody. He loses his number because— Apparently again, not for LeGerald Vick. Right. He, he just seems to be like, okay, cool, so, I'll cut my hair and get a new number. Long story short, Tate, I think it's clear that LeGerald Vick is blackmailing Bill Self. That's the, <laughs> that's the theory that I, I'm going with, that LeGerald Vick, uh, Bill Self says, you don't have to go home, just get the hell out of here. LeGerald Vick's like, fine, I don't care anyway. I'll go to the NBA and make millions of dollars and be great and— I don't need I don't need Kansas anyway. LaDrell Vick goes and tries to go to the NBA. The NBA's like, nah, bro, we're good. Um then LaDrell Vick comes back to Kansas, says, Bill, I'm coming back. I don't I don't care what you say. And Bill's like, no, dude, you're really not. And then LaDrell Vick's like, I know where the bodies are buried. I know where the bags are. I'm coming back. And Bill Self is like, come on back, buddy. He's like, <laughs> and that's how we got here. He was like, I was shepherding Billy on his recruiting visit. Yeah, to exactly. Sosa also. And he's like, Dad, you're right, LaGerald. Sorry about that. What what number do you want to wear now? <laughs> 24. Dude, uh, here's another theory I have. So that one, I, I can't tell how serious I am in believing that, by the way. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, 
Uh, his mom cried like a baby when he texted her about his 32-point performance. Because well, not only out. is he back, to, he's starting. Yes. He's he, st- like That was the other thing. Is like He's their best scorer on the yeah, league, well, now, maybe. He, he earned it. Like he, now he should be starting. But like Kansas could have started anybody. They, they didn't need to start LaJell well, Vick in game one. They have two freshmen starting yeah. at, one, at the one yeah. and two, Dotson and Grimes. They're loaded. They could start any five guys in their yeah. rotation and be fine. Um, and they and so for, 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 for Self to also start... Vic, it's it's very strange. But when it's does he out. go back to number two? That's the question. Because if I was him and I hit my A three and I knew I was one hundred percent, I would have gone to the bench, gone to Charlie Moore, taken Dude, his jersey off, and then put the, it on. The other thing about the A threes, I watched that whole game. He had at least two shots. Uh, one shot, his toes were on the line, and it was a two. So he, yeah. it was basically a three that he hit. Uh, and then another one, like his heels were on the three point line. So he he like was very close to hitting going ten for ten from three. <laughs> so it was, it was even almost better than that. Um the other theory I have with this whole Vic thing is that he chose twenty four purposely. I, I don't know if this is public or not if he's actually said it because maybe he has. Maybe someone will send me a, a link and tell me the real story. But uh my theory is he chose twenty four because of a Kobe situation where it's like phase one of my career I was a different number and then now I'm phase two twenty four and that's what he's like. So you think you think something yeah. happened in the interim? Oh, no, no, I didn't mean like that. Come on dude. <laughs> uh, come on, come on. People don't forget. Come on, that's uh, come on. No, um, no. I, I think I, that he shaved. He shaved the head. The shaved head he, was was he tough the head. for us. We and, thought that he lost some athleticism. He couldn't even mm-hmm. dunk in the game we saw against Michigan State. And I'm looking at you, and I'm like, who is this guy? What has happened to him? I thought maybe he had suffered an injury, like throughout the draft process, and then he had to come back, and he was trying to work his way back into got, it. And then he hit eight threes. I bet. I bet that was like the uh, feedback he got was, "We need to see you hit more threes." And he's like, "Say no more, fam." I'm changing numbers. I'm cutting my hair, and I'm, I'm hitting hit threes. threes. <laughs> Everyone's like, he All should. Right. He should just change his name at this point. He should have changed his name coming into the season and I think he would have been... The Dewan Hule, yeah. yeah. Dewan Hernandez. Everyone's it, like, who's this new guy? Is he a freshman? Just completely ch- like, just be Ron Johnson this season. And yeah. he, he comes in, he shaves his head, just got a new number. Ron Johnson. He, he, every, and the story is he just transferred from community college or something and scouts would be like, damn, I'm really into this guy. Eight threes, that's that's pretty nice. But, I mean, I think if Gerald Vick hit eight threes and he was a freshman on Kansas, we'd be talking like he's Trey Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd be freaking out. Yeah. Like even if Grimes hit eight threes, we'd be freaking out. So congratulations, uh, So Kansas had a had a close game, and I think I think that's interesting that Kansas we came away from the Champions Classic very impressed with Kansas, very impressed with Duke, and then both of those teams, I wouldn't say struggled. Kansas probably struggled more than Duke, but it was like Vermont. Ver- Vermont gave Kansas a good game. Army gave Duke a good game that ultimately Duke. Ran away with it, but uh, for because of Cam Reddish, yeah. But I, th- I think like the spread was like forty in the Duke game, so um, forty and a half. They they struggled. They both struggled in a in a in a sense, and then it was just a reminder, Tate, that college basketball. Um, we got to pump the brakes with this stuff sometimes. You just it's, brought up the Duke game. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. All right, R.J. Ahead. Barrett is getting the carry calls. He's getting called yeah, for carrying, get called for carry. and he's getting called for traveling. And this is the first little, you know, it's the first time I've seen like a little crack. Mm-hmm. In, in the whole empire that's going on right now. Because he was getting very frustrated. He's looking at Kay, and he's like, why are you letting these you guys call You promised me this? this wouldn't happen. And Kay's face <laughs> was so red, and he couldn't say anything because, like, it would be messed up to do on Veterans Day. He's on mm. primetime TV. He's going against his alma mater. You know, he can't turn on them. Did he go to Army? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he got married. Did you hear that? He got yeah. married. Thank oh. you for your service, Coach Kay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was a blimp of a day. Um that's where he was at in life, you know, so he couldn't say anything. He couldn't defend his guys, mm-hmm. you know. And then after the game, did you see the no, 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 no rant? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was just like, nine, you- nine, 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 nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. And that was the only thing that I could say is like why I had a good Veterans Day is like, first of all, Army, great game. Love, love the yeah. kids. Love the way that you guys played. Like, 
Never forget. Thank you for your service. All the above. I mean, you guys were awesome. And Jalen Rose, great for him. He came out. He was like, and this Duke team, I, I don't know who's starting. In the, I don't know who's starting on the Fat Five now. And Jacoby's like, come on, Jalen. You know, yeah. you know it's Veterans Day. He's like, I don't know. God bless, God bless Jalen. <laughs> I would, I would be doing the same thing if that was him. What uh, a legend. But as an Ohio State guy, let me just remind everybody that oh, the Fab don't? Five yeah. won zero trophies. Uh, mm-hmm. Never forget that they never won the Big Ten, never won a national title. So just, I don't know. They also lost to Duke, yeah. so he has a little bit of a vendetta. Yeah, He's right. not going to say that the Duke guys are going to start on his no, team. I, lo- I, lo- I love Jayla. I love that he does that. I just also love uh, being an antagonist. And I think he's right, probably- though. Army played a good game, and like I saw some chinks in the armor, some cracks in the <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was it was Zion blocked people like I've never seen a human block people in college basketball. Well, wait, 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 what so uh, we okay. saw from Army and Six Vermont. Blocks. What we saw from Army in Vermont was like a reminder that college basketball is not just the the top of the top teams that have the the future NBA All Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, and this is why I love this sport so much, is that there are the the Armies and the Vermonts that move the ball and 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 back cut guys and and can shoot threes. Like honestly, that that was how both of those teams, like Vermont, certainly. In the in the Kansas game, that's why they were leading for a, a long stretch. Is they were shooting, they, they were letting like Azubuke basically dunk it, mm-hmm. and then they would hit a three, and that seemed to be back and forth. And the only reason Kansas ended up winning is because Vic. It was like basically a three point contest between Vic and Vermont. Um, but anyway, you, you're you're reminded that as the season goes on, as as you, you watch like Duke beat the shit out of Kentucky, and you're like, who's going to stop this team? And then you remember like there's so many different styles that Kentucky was trying to basically play Duke's game, and. Duke is always going to be better at playing Duke's game than any other team. But you, when Duke runs into a team that's trying to play a completely different style of, of basketball, um, it becomes interesting. Yeah, you get the like the Bayheim, the two three zone. Virginia is going to be interesting to watch them play Virginia when they slow it down and pack Good. in the defense. Gonzaga. And, yeah, all these teams. Um, that's what makes college basketball so fun. So uh, Army, uh, Army was a it was a fun game to watch the Army Duke game. Yeah, it was at one p.m. It was on ESPN. Coach K was Coach playing his alma mater. It was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, but Le- Le- LeGerald Vick um, saved Kansas. <laughs> Let it go. Let Move it on. go, Bill Self. Let LeGerald shine. What else? What else do you want to talk about? What's next? I just want to talk about Jerome is burning real quickly. Uh, we talked about it on this podcast. The Virginia. Mm-hmm. First of all, the ACC thirty and zero until Josh Pastner blew it last night and like, against Tennessee. T- yeah. can, we, can we talk about Tennessee? Let's by talk the way, about Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. Grant Williams. Do you want to? Do you want to apologize? Uh, whose fault was it that we didn't cover Tennessee in the uh, previews? The Tennessee fans I are will calling take for our heads. responsibility, but it was, it was not, not my fault. fault. Yeah. It was not my fault. It was not my fault. Here's the story. Uh, here's the fake story we'll go with. Um, we did not want to talk about Tennessee in the previews because we think Tennessee is an under the radar Final Four team, a and, dark horse. As yeah, they say. a dark horse. And you you saw what happened. Like we feel like Nevada is is kind of feeling themselves a little too mm-hmm. much. Too many people are talking about Nevada, and it's gonna. They're too on the radar. Yeah, they're too yeah. on the radar. They're yeah, they're we a blip. wanted to keep you <laughs> off the radar. Yeah, we wanted you to be a bomb, but not on the radar. <laughs> yeah, um, so we wanted Tennessee. That's, that's Coach K gets to, that joke. Yeah. You, you may not because you were not in the service. Again, never forget. We we wanted uh, Tennessee to, to go under the radar, and um, that's the fake story. The real story is we were we made the list of all the teams. <laughs> <laughs> we made the list of all the teams. The real story is much worse. The, the real stories were <laughs> fucking idiots. We made the list of all the teams uh, on a word document, and then when we went to order them, we were like cutting and pasting, but then we cut. Tennessee to move like up or down or whatever and then we cut another team and when we pasted it pasted the second team but it didn't paste the Tennessee team 
And then Tennessee at that point was just completely cut from the list. And then we never like this would be awesome if this yeah. is how Christian Dawkins was explaining his spreadsheets. <laughs> exactly. He's like, Well, I cut this guy's name up here and then <laughs> it was, the numbers weren't right because I was actually sending that to so and so. Sir, so what you're saying is you're an idiot. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, Yeah, actually, that's yeah. pretty much it. So is that can um, I go to jail for that? Anyway, we need to talk about Tennessee because Tennessee fans are really upset. They thought that there's like some some personal slight against them that we hated Tennessee for some reason. That's not the case. We actually the, the, actually I don't feel bad that we left off Maryland and Butler and Colorado and whoever else we left <laughs> off because like who really cares about those? Tennessee, I actually was like really upset that we forgot to even mention Tennessee because I think Tennessee could go to the Final Four. I think they're the best team in the SEC. 3-0 back-to-back years. I yeah. think that's the first time in program history. I think I heard that on ESPN. Yeah. Maybe they brought them up. But I will say this about Tennessee. We talked about them on we the did. Pac-12 podcast. We did. The West Coast Basketball podcast. And as we say, when people get upset that we don't talk about the West Coast Basketball, I say go to this one podcast. So Tennessee, so technically, we already to the covered West Coast. Them. We technically the West already covered. Coast. Just go look back. Uh, Grant Williams is somehow better than he was last year. Yes. Uh, one SEC player of the year last year through three games. Uh, let me pull up the stats here. Uh, he's SEC player of the year, right? He was SEC player of the year I know, last again, year. right? He's going to repeat. He's going to repeat. Yeah. Right? He has to. He's, he's averaging rebounds. Through three games, he's averaging game. 22, 8, and 3.7 assists. And he's like he's like a perfect college basketball player because you don't he I have no idea what position he really plays he kind of just like floats around and then he, he I mean he's obviously like a forward and he rebounds and and dominates the paint and all that but um I don't know he's he's undersized but also he's you, Luke May yeah he's basically yeah when you say undersized you think that like the guy is not can't like hold his own in the paint but he definitely can like yes. he's definitely bigger than everybody but shorter than I it's it's very he's a perfect college basketball player I love him so uh we're very excited about Tennessee um I was very excited I, about Georgia Tech I thought they were going to defend the ACC's honor uh and I actually saw so I'm trying to keep up with Georgia Tech recruiting trying to get them back in the game I saw this guy Croatian guy this person exists it's not the Vukovic situation that you made up so brilliantly mm-hmm. uh for the ringer people on that video that they made uh Otan Jankovic and everyone's like who is that Otan Jankovic, going to be a five-star recruit Croatian. He puts up pictures this weekend in Atlanta wearing Georgia Tech stuff, and I'm like, Jankovic is going with Pastner, Georgia Tech's back, rambling wreck, let's get it. And then they go and blow it. And uh, now I'm not talking about Josh Pastner anymore. So Josh Pastner, you've been banned from this program uh, until a couple weeks. Because he lost to Tennessee? Yes. <laughs> he lost to, uh, <laughs> Yes. He lost a road game. Yeah, well, he lost. He made us not undefeated. Uh, here's a story I want to talk to you about. Um, did you see that BYU got sanctions uh, for— Nick snacks. Emery for not even snacks. It's it's funnier than snacks. If you were if you were to come up with a scenario for a BYU player to take impermissible benefits, um, a Volkswagen Jetta, uh, meals at a country <laughs> club, and tickets to Harry Potter <laughs> wild wizarding world of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there more on brand scandal that could possibly happen at, at, that Louisville gets the hookers and five, <laughs> and, and five free months to movie pass? That's, yeah, right. that's, the, that's the BYU ticket, and all the kids are like, "I really want to go to BYU." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dad, look what they Dad. gave me. I'm going to Universal Studios. Are you kidding me? BYU is cornering like the seven year old market. Like all the seven year olds are like, "That's sweet, man. That's that's awesome." I want to. Uh... So Nick Emery gets uh, that. That was the story. It was or at least what I saw. He he got like the use of a Jetta. He got like free golf and like meals at Country Club. He got uh, tickets to this Harry Potter, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> And like tickets to a U2 concert. And BYU then had to vacate 47 wins from three seasons. That's and the craziest part. That's 40, the wild 47 wins is a, that's lot, a lot of wins. wins. Including the, uh, the the Mika game at Gonzaga when Gonzaga was undefeated and Eric Mika went nuts. And um, yeah. So Gonzaga still undefeated at that yeah. point in the season. Congratulations to the yeah. Zags. So basically, Carolina beat Gonzaga 
uh, Carolina ended the undefeated season in 2017. Ba- basically, you cheat. Basically, Carolina ruined like what could have been the best story in in college basketball. So, Way to go, guys! Yeah, good job, Carolina. <laughs> you did it. Um, so the BYU sanctions happen, and and the, does, does Nick Emery care? That's what I want to know. Like, like, what are you gonna do? Nick Emery's what 24 years old now. He's out of college. So, like, what is this? I he's mean, on the team, dude. Oh, he's still on the he's team. He's still on the team. Yeah. Oh my god. I so yeah, I think he cares. He's suspended. He's been to like nine games, I think. I thought I he was already. I guess I just look at he age. Was. Yeah, dude, it's 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 um, he. Uh, I, if I remember this whole right, mission two year things and and you're coming not wrong. back. Like, and I'm yeah. like I'm confused. Like just uh, just tell me if you're on the damn team or not. Stillman. Well, I think I think he like stepped away from the team <laughs> to go on his mission. No, for two not, years? no. Oh. He, I think he went did the mission and then he came back. If to I'm, go to Harry Potter World, he's like, yes. I'm gonna take a step away. I'm gonna go to Harry Potter World. I think he stepped away from the team for a year. For like personal reasons beyond the mission, and the, like I think he has like two hiatus. Like the, the dude might be twenty seven for real. He's um, twenty four. Is he really twenty four? Well, he's twenty four. Yeah. I know he's twenty four. That's why I looked it up. It said, but like, he's still on the Nick team. Nick Emery, comma twenty four. He's a comma. senior. Yeah, yeah, he's a continue. senior on the team this year. So um, anyway, he, he's, he's how many twenty four year olds you know going to Wizarding World without kids? I mean, if it's free, don't I'll, answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Tate, uh, uh, seeing seeing these headlines though, it 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 brought to mind. Um, As you can tell, I just read the headlines. Yeah, you're, you're just not reading about the story. <laughs> well, the re- the reason we should really talk about it is because uh, I'm not sure if you heard, but the FBI stuff has been going on in college basketball. And I thought, like when I saw BYU got punished, I thought of a good quote from Jerry Tar- Tarkanian. Oh, and wow. he said this. He said that the NCAA is so mad. Mm. How mad are they? The NCAA is so mad at Kentucky. That they dropped the hammer on Cleveland State, and and I thought about that quote. That quote just like kind of popped into my brain as this BYU thing was happening. I haven't heard that one in and, a while. Yeah, so uh, uh, I guess um, why BYU? Why why is BYU getting punished? That's what the people want to know. They come to us. We are the we are the guys who understand scandal. We are the guys who understand how college basketball works. And the people are very upset. Why is it that Mark Slaybach has a tape of Sean Miller offering a hundred grand to DeAndre Ayton and Arizona allegedly? It, yeah. DeAndre Ayton misses no games, and and all these other schools are are being implicated, and nothing's happening, and BYU gets because the hammer BYU down. is nice. Yeah, let me just tell exactly. you, if you have any, I had my neighbors, a great family, the Palmer family lived up the street, great Mormon people, very nice, uh, always nice, no matter what. Like something you'd be like, yo, it's like raining cats and dogs, literally cats and dogs are falling. It's kind of like, oh my goodness, that is unbelievable. <laughs> oh wow, <my> Lord. wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my. So you go to them and you're like, hey, we're taking 47 wins away from the the 20, you know, four year old over here, and they're just like. Oh, oh, I hate to hear that. (laughs) Look, we're going to keep working hard. We're going to do our own investigation. We'll let you know what we find. Thank you so much. So you go for the nicest people because you have Mm -hmm. to deal with the headache. Sean Miller isn't being nice. Arizona's not going to be nice. You think these people in Tucson are going to be nice? No. That's pretty much what it is. Go to BYU. In all honesty, that is is how you explain this. Is that Who will accept the penalty and move on? Exactly. The BYU people. BYU people will. Uh, Also... BYU probably does not have the system of uh, fall guys in place that uh, actually I'm not even going to say probably I guarantee you they do not have the system of fall guys in place um, and that's pretty much all it is is that all these other schools it's not that the NCAA Nick Emery come to the office Nick yeah. Emery come to the office <laughs> it's not that the NCAA isn't like th- th- this is why we make fun of the Tarkanian quote because you cannot like if you look over the history of the sanctions that have been dished out by the NCAA, they they do not discriminate. They're they're not protecting the biggest programs. Like for God's sakes, they 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 dropped the hammer on Ohio State football and USC football. Like like there's so many. Kentucky was sanctioned to high hell forever. You know what I mean? Like yes. 
Like it's it's total bullshit. So what's really happening is that the NCA just wants the easy path. Like these people have jobs. Uh, you and I have jobs. We want we want our jobs to be as easy as possible. And it's much easier to look at a BYU situation when BYU is basically like they don't have the the system in place to deny shit and to pass the buck and to say I take full responsibility. Where does the buck stop? Exactly. BYU is just kind of like probably with the Cougars. They're being too nice. They they run their program straight, and then when they fuck up, they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess that happened." Whereas all these other blue bloods, they have a system in place to to muddy the waters, and that's really what's going on. The NCAA would love to take down Kansas. I I will I will confidently well, say that they would love to take down Kansas. They would love to take down Arizona. They would love to take down all these schools. What do we? But they just don't have the resources, and it's it's too complicated. And they're like, I don't know how to really beat this. But what do we know about precedent? So this is worth twelve thousand dollars. This is what this whole thing. Nick Emery, all of his benefits, it adds up to twelve thousand dollars. The man loses forty seven wins, and BYU gets wiped of all these games, mm-hmm. and that's the punishment. Everyone's like, man, that's pretty harsh. Twenty thousand dollars is at Kansas. We know about based mm-hmm. on the FBI, which now the NCAA can investigate. $40,000 that now the NCAA can investigate that came out through the FBI. So if 12000 warrants this, what right. is 20000 warrant? What right. is 40000 warrant? Yes. Like what is That's pretty much what I took away from this. It's like, okay, so this is the punishment for $12,000. Now to that, I would say I don't think the NCAA works that way. Um, I think it, I think it should, that, but that, I think— No, that's what I'm saying. The funniest part is that if, if you base things on real law, it's on yeah. precedent. If you base things on NCAA law, it's— I don't it doesn't know. Matter. I don't know. It's like if I you got, know. hey Jim, whatever you want to do, just give it to him. I don't know. Yeah, the NCAA is like, games. Fuck it, do it. If you got, if you got a bag of a hundred thousand, or you got like extra cream cheese on your bagel, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was too much. It was pre- more than your precedent. Doesn't allowed. matter. So like yeah. the FBI and like the U.S. legal system, I guess, and they're they're going to tell you based everything is based on some sort of precedent. So if you base this on precedent, this is what twelve thousand dollars means, right? So we got to grow from there to get to twenty. You have to go even more to get to forty. That's mm-hmm. never going to happen. So what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? Let Nick Emery go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter <laughs> and have a good time. Um, do you see the other story, the other NCAA, the other fuck the NCAA story <laughs> going on right now is uh, the Virginia Tech kid, the freshman. Oh, who, yeah. Uh, uh, his ACT was too good, and he is he's not been cleared to play yet because basically the story is like, his GPA was not great, and then he took the ACT and got a really good ACT score. And NCAA was like, "We smell bullshit, and we don't want a Derrick Rose situation again, where this ACT score is fake." And long story short, he's being held out of of games because he did too well on his ACT. As a nerd, as a valedictorian, um, your thoughts on the nerd shaming going on here, Tate? I'm not happy about it. I'm very upset. Uh, I just know that the ACT there's it's a Looser rules, I would say, on the ACT as far as uh, the SAT is very, at least in North Carolina, I can't speak for, you know, the country, nor can I really speak for anyone other than myself. But the ACT, it's a lot easier. Like I took my test on like a Saturday morning. There was like four other people in the room. Everyone's Mm. like, there's math and science. Mm. Pass. And then mm. they left. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, that's what I would say. Like, obviously, there is some finagling that could be done on the ACT side of things is what I would say. So I get... Oh, so hold on. Are you... So, hold on. No, based oh, on precedent. Say what you say what you want to say here, Tate. Are I'm you saying... saying I, could, I could believe a lot more so, at least in North Carolina, someone being able to finagle the ACT system to get a 28 or wow. a 24 or whatever it may be, as opposed to someone taking... Because, look, I'm not going to lie. I know people that took, you know, SATs and ACTs for people that were athletes. Wow. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> so I look, I, I know that it can happen, but I don't, th- this situation no, seems on. like a very pointed keep, thing. Keep going on. Tell us more details about the people that you know. No. Um, and 
Coincidentally no. enough, the school you went to also had a paper class scandal. Interesting, dude. Hmm. I used to take AR tests for people for is, Pokemon cards. Look, is, I, like whatever. It is takes. that why? Is that why you didn't make the Carolina basketball team? Is that your ACT was too good? No, my AR tests were too good <laughs> from fifth grade. They're like this kid. What the hell? Do you think is there a future where? Uh, is there a realistic future where? The, <laughs> is there a future? Is there a future? Back after this break. Is there a future where the NCA, uh, where, where all the schools rebel against the NCA? Yeah, that's what I've been. The, the NCA. Well, you got to secede. The the school yeah. that will secede that everyone will follow will be Texas, and we're all just waiting for Texas to do it. What I, is the? I, yeah, I, mean, I know. But, but like Austin city limits and all this other BS down there is blinding all the Texas people from the fact mm-hmm. that they have to secede from the NCAA. It's the only way. It's the only school that can get away with it. Like South Carolina is going to try. We know that. There, no one's going to follow, and everyone's going to be like, oh, man, like, good try, guys. West Virginia may try. Bob Huggins, after this Buffalo game, he might start the whole thing. He right. might start the campaign to leave. Uh, but it's got to be a big school like that. Maybe USC. What's going to happen is Texas is going to get uh, some sort of sanction with Tom Herman, and then Texas can be like, we don't accept your we don't accept your sanction. We're leaving. And then the NCAA is going to be like, you can't do that. And then they're going to text the NCAA, okay, cool. Hook them and then the, the emoji. That's what's going on. If you don't get that reference, I mean, just go look at that because that is some messed up stuff, man. Oh my god. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, when is the last time the NCA any story involving the NCA had support from the public? Like any any decision where it was like the NCA suspended this kid or the NCA ruled that this kid. Cam Newton could, yeah, yeah. When's the last time Cam it was Newton. like that's the last yeah. time people loved and it, and the people were like, "Oh, and, good, good job, NCA. Thank you for that." And you know what Cam said? Nah, <laughs> and he kept playing, and that was awesome. And that's what you should do. Anytime the NCAA tries to tell you what to do, even this Nick Emery, you know what would be awesome if BYU was just like, "Hey, Nick, you're starting tonight." Yeah, and just played him. Like, who cares? Like, like what could actually happen? Yeah, well, and then, and then they're just like, "Well, we took the 47 games away," and you're like, "Well, I remember playing and winning those games." So who's the coach? Funny story. Who's the coach most likely to do that? To just uh, I mean, the obvious answer would be like K because he's, but K's too old for this. I'm talking like what coach um, is going to start the revolution where he's just like, I just completely fucking disregard the NCAA and I don't care what you Bob say. Bob Hurley. Yeah, Bob, Bob Hurley is just like, yeah. It's got to be someone with like some bite to him, you know, they just go back at him. It's like, you're just, just like not no. taking it. Honestly, you know? it might be Sean Miller too. Yeah. Like, they're just like, no. <laughs> It's like Sean, you have to suspend that guy. He's like, no, not gonna do it. And they're like, what? Not gonna, no, I'm just not, not doing it. Like, do it. Not gonna be able to do it. Do something nope. about a bitch. I'm not doing it. I'm not suspending him. And they're like, uh, well, you can't be in the NCAA. Look at tur- his ACT yeah. score. I'm not suspending him. He's like, you can't make the NCAA tournament. He's like, fine. I don't give a shit. Like, we're not suspending him. We're still playing. We're still gonna. Yeah. He's like, I'm playing in the Champions yeah. Classic. Next I don't year. care. It's on CBS. Yeah. Guess how much we're making from that. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna get guys to come here. I'm gonna send them to the NBA. Uh, we're gonna make a ton of money. The fans are. We're still gonna. Playing the Pac-12 and and yeah yeah and move on and move on yeah stop me bitch <laughs> I think that will happen eventually that'd be awesome but I, the NCAA will probably end at some point right eventually I don't know but the, the thing is like the NCAA is as we've said we we reiterate this uh, and why it's so funny to to you and I that um, every time the NCAA rules on something any headline involved that the schools are clutching their pearls and people are losing their minds is we should remind people. The NCAA is, is the schools. Is the schools. This is Frankenstein's monster that they've created. Yes. The schools have signed off on this. They've agreed to this. This is their coalition that they formed. Yes. Um, so the the whole idea that like the schools feel like they are being hurt I, by the NCAA, it's like 
this is your creation. Everybody's you can fight on back the same this. side. Yeah. As I say in politics, when people try to split people up, I'm like, they're all on the same side. Yes. Every, like they're a part of the same institution. Like why exactly. would you, you may, you know, you know, spit on your foot or like step on your toe or like stub your toe. But like at the end of the day, like I'm still moving. I'm still living my life. Like, sorry, BYU. I guess, I guess we got to go make the million dollars over here. And then yeah. just run over to the other side and BYU knows in eight years, they're going to be fine and get some of those millions that'll be in play. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's the long con. Exactly. The space cash is out the there. The space cash is and out there. And they're all grabbing it. That's for sure. Oh, no, not BYU. <laughs> uh, let's take a break, come back. We, we actually have to talk about the basketball because uh, I want to talk, I want to spend a, a, a good amount of time, and we should have started the show with this, talking about um, Brad Davison and Mac McClung, who stole my heart last night. And, and Chris is, Likes, who stole my heart last night. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Quick break to get a word from SeatGeek. Getting tickets online can be far too complicated with hundreds of sites and varying levels of reliability. It's hard to know who to trust. That's why SeatGeek is the way to go. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you're willing to pay. There's nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We were there in person in Indianapolis. We were. I, I was at that game. It would have been better on TV, I, I think. I was at that game. Yeah, wish we were there uh, if, if, yeah, if you're If you're someone, if you like the Michael Wilbon move of saying you're, I was at that game. I do. SeatGeek is a... Uh, is, is, is for you. I was at that game. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever by searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value. SeatGeek helps you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. I use SeatGeek once upon a time. I use SeatGeek all the time. All the time. Yes, all the time. We use it all the time. Best of all, my listeners get twenty. <laughs> my listeners get twenty dollars off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo my code. My listeners OSP also get that today. Same, okay, so we're, same so we're now yeah, we're battling. Yeah, yeah. Do you have your own code? Yeah, well, well, my I, code's yeah. OSP. So same, sorry. Same. Oh, okay. That's promo code OSP for twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek life's an event. We have the tickets. That's not all, Tate. There is more that we need to talk about, and I want to talk to you about a company called Bombas. Um, they make the most comfortable socks. Not, not Bombas. No, Bombas. Okay. Uh, you do not own any Bombas because Kyle stole your shipment of Bombas socks. I believe is that the story that happened? They're so good. Yeah, Dude, they're the best. <laughs> so good. They're legit the best socks. So I wear Bombas literally every single day. Um, I love them, and and you should too. Thanks to two years of research and development and multiple improvements in design, performance, and comfort, Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. It's true. Are you kidding me? It's true. Should we should we keep it? It's like, it's like the Rotas copy, just to like rub it in the tape. No lie, uh, tape. With an arch support system that provides extra support where you need it most, and a cushioned footbed that's reinforced <laughs> for comfort without added bulkiness. What Bombas, is a footbed? Dude, nah, man, you wouldn't oh, get you it. Know, you wouldn't Kyle, get it. You know, you wouldn't get it. You know it. about the footbed. Bombas feel like a hug around your foot at all times. Oh, it's, it's like just, a warm hug. Just warm. Just mm. like a loving, like, I love you even, I, I see your faults, and I still love you. Like that kind of hug. You know what I mean? You need to get your roommate to sleep on that foot. Like the Robin Williams, <laughs> it's not your fault. And, you know, just like, just the, that sort of embrace. It's not your just, fault. Yeah. That's that's what we're talking about here. Uh, not to mention Bombas Stay Up technology ensures that your socks stay in place without leaving a mark, and the super soft cotton material makes you never want to take your socks they off. You need to share that Stay Up technology. I, I think that's probably more marketable <laughs> than the socks. So whatever. So whether you are a runner, a power walker, a power lounger, there's a pair of Bombas that'll add comfort to your life. Go to bombas.com/shining and use the code shining for twenty percent off your first order. That's b o m b a s dot com slash shining code shining you will get 20 percent off your first order you will not regret it these socks are awesome i wear them every day kyle wears them every day tate is jealous of us every day stay up 
All right, Tate. So last night, the Gavit games were going on. They're continuing all week. Uh, first of all, the Gavit games, kind of a dud, right? Like the whole idea of the challenge of of Big East versus Big Ten. It's not working. Are you even aware that this is a thing that's going on? They're called the Gavit games? Yes. I mean, you I were aware? Yeah, okay. I, I'm surprised by that because I feel like only Big East fans and Big Ten fans even are aware that this is a thing that's but, happening. Uh, for the record, I was at home in North Carolina with my parents. Yeah, all we're doing is watching ESPN and stuff on TV. Were you so. aware that it's like an event or were you aware that like Xavier and Wisconsin were playing and I'm, also Georgetown. I was aware of the like the namesake for what the event is and the fact right. that they play each other, but I didn't know that it was like a big deal, apparently. It seems like it's well, a big it's, deal. It's not. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's just basically like, it, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's not. I just remember J.P. Bakura. That's all <laughs> yeah. I know last year. The, the and clapping. I didn't know it was a part of really anything other than uh, they played each other. Uh, Villanova plays Michigan today, a rematch of the, the national time. championship. Yes. Uh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be playing that right after basically right after we get done recording this. Um, but anyway, last night the Gavit games are going on, and the two big stories were uh, f- for me anyway were number one Brad Davison doing the Gator Chomp, as we said, JP Makura at at uh, Wisconsin last year is did the Gator Chomp out the Wisconsin fans, which which I should also clarify that Wisconsin does the Gator Chomp, which is very very strange. I don't I've never understood that. I'll never forget playing in Wisconsin. Um, we played at Wisconsin my freshman year. The first time I ever went there uh, was the night after Ohio State lost to Florida in the national championship game. Um, the two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. The the Jan- January of 07, Yeah, yep. the the Tebow Chris Lee team. So we're coming out of the huddle and Chris the, Lee, great and the Wisconsin fans are doing like the Gator Chomp, and I was like, how stupid are these people that they are like are they taunting us because our football team lost a a game last night? Like we're not on the football team. You're not. Florida. Sounds very Big Ten. I was like, this is very confusing, and so I was like, I like roasted Wisconsin to anyone I would talk to. I was like, these assholes were doing the Gator Chomp. How how lame is that? And then I, I found out someone's correct me. They're like, no, that's kind of Wisconsin thing. It's a Badger thing. But they don't close their fist. But they don't close their fist. That's what I remember. I I think I brought this up when we were doing teed up when I first saw it. I was like, why are they doing the Gator Chomp? They're not playing Florida. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and, and you were like, no. Yeah, we, we had this conversation. Well, yeah. not not like this specific, but you're just like, that's what they do. And then yeah. we moved on. And I was like, what do you mean? That's what? Yeah, they like do? Wisconsin like, also <laughs> does that. Motion. We got Gators up in Wisconsin now. So anyway, last year Xavier's playing at Wisconsin. JV Makura famously does the the Badger thing back at him and yeah. just like steaming mad like you get the shots of the people in the crowd like they can't do anything and they're just like steaming and they start flipping them off and it's it's you know we love jp <laughs> makura for that because it was it was so perfect and on brand for him uh and then buzzcut brad returns the favor last night in cincinnati yes and it's got the people talking and and it's he, he posted pictures of it on his instagram i follow him on instagram he's my favorite person to follow on instagram he's mm. just he basically just 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 post uh, Bible verses and pictures of him fishing, and it's so perfect. It couldn't be any better. Like I can't believe this man is a real man. Uh, it's it's incredible. But so he posts the picture of him doing the chomp, and then JP Makura is in the comments with LMAO, and I, I think I just reached like peak college basketball. So yeah, that's good, it's good sportsmanship too. You know, good job JP to recognize that and uh, just know that like when you like JP to him, he's like my coach isn't there. I'm not there. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like this is hilarious to me. Yeah, I mean, right. maybe not to X fans right now, but you know, it was uh, it was worthy of a comment. Thanks, JP. Uh, my my other question to you is: Wisconsin back now in your eyes? Did, does Wisconsin have your attention? We know Xavier was not going to be very good this year. Um, they lost their coach. They lost basically all the guys that made them so good a season ago. Um, we knew that this wasn't going to be a great year for Xavier, but Wisconsin. 
Uh, you know, uh, P.E.R. Ethan Happy. Ethan Happy. I right. mean, that's my guy. I was all in on him last year. He, you know, supremely disappointed me. He had a junior slump. And now, with him being back, because Ethan looks back. He's not doing the one post move. Like last year, he just did this one move every single uh, time. He still, he still does the one post move. <laughs> but it's working. <laughs> yeah, but it's working now. <laughs> but now it's working. Uh, so for that reason, yes, they are back. Ethan Happ is back. Wisconsin's back. Buzzcut Brad is like a good energy. Like, is that Ethan ha- Last year was Ethan Happ's team, but Buzzcut Brad was like chopping at the bit. You know, you know the, 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 the funny, like, like Happ and, and Brad get all the attention. Happ because he's the best player, and the Buzz Cup Brad because he's like a goddamn. But Happ's putting up like triple double stat lines, right? Like it's kind of crazy. And then and then Davidson gets a lot of attention because he's just like a. a <laughs> when you a said character. Davidson, yeah. I was like, why are you talking about Davidson? Yeah. And then I forget that Buzz Cup Brad does have a last name, yeah. and it's not Brad. He gets a lot of. <coughs> excuse me. He gets a lot of attention because he uh uh is just like a a character. Like you can't even believe that this man is real, and he's also pretty good. Don't Ethan Happ. <laughs> But uh, Demetric Trice, though, um, yeah. uh, for Wisconsin, you you, you for, forget about him. You forget that Wisconsin might have the best backcourt. Dare I say, Tate, the best backcourt in the Big Ten, Demetric Trice and Brad Davison. What a statement! I'm saying it. What yeah. a statement! I'm saying it. I'm going there. So, um, <laughs> who are we? Who are we beating out in that <laughs> that gauntlet of top teams in the Big Ten with their backcourts? I cut, say, cut I, this part, Kyle. <laughs> this is fucking how rude. I do, I do like Wisconsin. I'm very happy for him, and I like Khalil Iverson. I've always liked that name, uh, Iverson. And speaking of Iverson, can we talk about? Can we just move on? Can we talk about <laughs> Mac McClung? You're burying the lead. People came to this podcast for Mac McClung. They did not come for Brad Davidson. I, they I would, did not come. I would actually, I would strong disagree. I think they want the Buzzcut Brad talk. But go ahead. No, we'll I want them. you to have your Mac McClung. This okay. is this is no, the guy. Listen, I want both. Like I was for the first time in my life. What else do? What, what, Pritzel? We're gonna talk about Pritzel. No, dude. I w- <laughs> Wisconsin's back. Ethan Happ is back. Buzzcut Brad is back. Mac McClung is here. And he's I want to talk flight. about Mac McClung. I do. I, I really, really do. I just want to get Buzzcut Brad his due because the man is uh uh like I don't he 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 taunted Xavier fans and then was was posting Bible verses the next morning and I I just love him so much. Ethan Happ had um, thirty and thirteen. That's what I'm saying, dude. Ethan Happ is Ethan. I figured out who Ethan Happ is. When you when you create a player on on your uh, uh, video games, right, and you get so many, you know those games where they you can't like max out everything, and you only get so many allotted points when you first start out creating your player, and you mm-hmm. try to you try to like pick and choose like where you're gonna choose stuff. Mm-hmm. Ethan Happ is like the guy who you turn like 99 on everything, like the first three categories, you're like, oh, we're gonna just max them out, and then you realize you ran out of points to use, yes. and it's like zeros on everything else. That's Ethan Happ. It's like 99 rebounding, 99 assists, court and then, vision. And then Microsoft like, pops up and is like, do you want to add more attributes? That'll yeah. be $25. Yeah. You're like, You're like oh, shit, I, I can't add points? attributes. So it's like yeah. zero jump shot, zero free throws. <laughs> That's Ethan Happ. It's just like, how can one man be so good at like three things and then just complete guard? He goes 0 for 4 from the free throw line the other night. He can't shoot free throws. can't shoot outside the paint. I think it's a I mental thing. That's why I that's why I want to talk about Wisconsin. But you're right, Matt McClung deserves some time. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, uh who who's the bigger star last night for you? Matt McClung or Patrick Ewing? Always Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Always. You know, both he and Mac are gonna be our backcourt for the future. And he showed some nut uh some big cojones today. 
showed some cojones today, and he showed some nut, uh, some big cojones today. He showed some nothing. He showed some nut, some nut, some nut, some nut, some nut, and he showed some nut, uh, some big cojones today. Cojones, nuts. I mean, who else is saying that on TV? Who's saying, "Have you ever shot that shot?" Who's making memes happen? And this is a this is a real test case in Georgetown basketball because for me. I think when the Big East died, Georgetown, as far as relevancy across the country, people just stopped talking about them for whatever reason. And they came back with memes and the internet. And that proves that you can come back in different ways outside the bag. Everyone's trying to chase the bag. Penny's mm-hmm. trying to chase the bag. Everyone's trying to see if it's happening. They're trying to make it happen. Penny and Penny trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing says, I need white kids who can dunk. Mm-hmm. I need memes. I need viral videos. <laughs> and I need dope handshake lines. Like, yeah. he sees the first three white coaches. How you doing? How you, How you doing? doing? Good to see you, Steve. Hope family's doing well. What's up, dog? <laughs> he, did, he did do the cube feel and the handshake line. So good. So, so perfect. <laughs> and I'm just like, Patrick Ewing, you are the best. How do you understand the internet better than all of us? How do you get? This is how you stay relevant. All you got to yeah. do is go up to Illinois, beat some ass, let Mac McClung travel four or five times and throw down <laughs> some 360s. And America's like, Georgetown is back. Oh, they definitely Georgetown. Matt McClung has wings tattooed on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh. th- this man stole my heart last night. Uh, I w- we already loved him, but <laughs> that was the first time I actually watched him play in a game. Was last night against Illinois, and uh, I don't know, man. What, what, he's actually good. That's the thing. It's like he's got the feel of the Tristan Jess, who who I will never forgive Jim <laughs> for for introducing me to this guy Tristan Jess. Yes, um, a layup machine. After I watched Tristan Jess, <laughs> a I national then, nightmare. Oh my god, you watch. I watched the Tristan Jess bullshit on Instagram, <laughs> and then I started thinking like, is Mac? I, I get tricked into thinking Mac McClung is like into the Tristan Jess. You think same, they're the same person? Yes. Sort of, yeah. Yes, and then you forget like Mac McClung can actually play, and he's actually good, and um. Georgetown, like the the other kid, what's his Akinjo? Akinjo, James, yeah. yeah. The freshman, uh, the other freshman yeah. guard they have, like yeah. those two dudes. I don't know how good Akinjo is. Like if he has, if he that's, can, that's who showed his nuts. That's what well, Patrick I know. Ewing no, said. I mean yeah. I know how good he. Like he had the big shot, the floater to, to ice the game, uh, the and one. Um, I don't mean <laughs> big that. cojones. Yeah, the big he's so got, good. He, he showed his nut. Uh, I mean big cojones is what Patrick is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Television. Is, is he a? <laughs> he, he's going to be a four year guy though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're all going to be four years. That's what I guys. mean. I know, I know. That's why I, 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 I that's, that's except for Mac McClung, who's definitely a one and done. I mean, <laughs> if he's not a top ten pick, I don't know what the NBA is doing because the man. You talk about entertainment. He is pure entertainment. Uh, Chris Vernon called him White Iverson, which I think is the easiest layup in in sports talk history. I'm going to call him White Triverson because the man Triverson, Triverson when he I goes like to the basket, he is going so hard. And I know this like just playing against guys. And sometimes when someone's just going so downhill, you just kind of let him go because you're just like, man, this guy really just wants it. Just let him <laughs> like, just let him do a reverse layup. You're guarding guard a guy and you're like, I don't know, it seems more important to him that he scores <laughs> yeah, yeah, than dude, it like, to be. All right, man, I'm I trying to score, him. dude. I don't really care. It's the James Harden. It's like, all right, dude, whatever. Just lay it in and let me get the ball back. Uh, that's what he does to teams. Like, like he just he's running so hard at them on these layups. When he switched hands on that reverse layup, yeah. it was so he's practiced. Nasty. Like, he, yeah. had, he had done that so many times, like, at home, like, in his, like, front yard. And people were like, damn, dude, like, is, there's no one guarding you. Just chill out. But, like, once he got someone in front of him, it looked at amazing but like if you know he's going to switch hands all you have to do is wait for him to do that and just knock the ball like you know mm-hmm. people will pick up on the tendencies but for right now it's so much fun Georgetown has an interesting team I don't think they're going to like good I'm, I'm not getting like excited about well, it Jesse's really Georgetown. good they yeah. have real players yeah, they have team. real players like yeah. like they've been sort of a joke the last couple years um but they're not a joke anymore they're they're actually like Mac McClung good. is a good joke well, but, but, he's a joke but he's good a, a star but you can't <laughs> laugh at him yeah like, like we're laughing with him yes. yeah yeah 
Like when he dunks it, he knows it's like hilarious. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're going to play Georgetown and you go into the game and your scouting report on Mag McClung is like Don't let him dunk. Like this mother like if the scouting report just says Instagram star, this <laughs> motherfucker sucks, like whatever, he's going to kill you. Cause he's actually good, Tate. Can we call him the White Zion? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. He uh Triverson's a good one. I like Triverson. Yeah, he try, yeah. he's really trying. Like he especially on Triverson defense, is. dude. He he's trying hard on defense. That's why I like him. I mean, he's he has like energy. It's not it's not picking a spot. It's not JP Tokado. He's not like dunking when he knows the cameras are on and not doing anything yeah. else. Like he does do the dunks, obviously, but he does try he really does hard. Do it, it, you can tell he really cares. Put that on a t-shirt. He does he do does, the, he does <laughs> do the dunks. <laughs> he do the dunks. <laughs> this dude does <laughs> the dunks. <laughs> I'm like, did this dude just did this? <laughs> they should just have John Starks when he dunks. They just play that video of the big John, and Patrick Ewing just gives a thumbs up. <laughs> I mean, that's his team. He can play that clip. This dude does the dunks. <laughs> and then, dude, wait, get a t-shirt. This dude does the dunks on the front, and on the back, it's Angel Wings. <laughs> like his tattoo. And it's number three, like Iverson. Iverson. White Iverson, dude. It's perfect. And Iverson uh, played at Georgetown for people that don't know oh, that. Oh, he did. That's so right. Perfect. Did you know uh, Coach K went to Army, too? <laughs> That's the other thing I learned. They played at one o'clock uh, against his own um, water. We're 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 kind of burying. There's so much that went on. There, I, I we, we keep saying we're burying the lead because there are a thousand leads. The other story that we must talk about is Buffalo beating West Virginia. CJ yes. Massenburg dropping forty three. Um, was kind of the the story until the other story became the story, and then the other story became the real story. But in the moment, it was like, oh wow, Buffalo, Huggy Bear. Buffalo is now ranked. They're ranked twenty fifth. Uh, same team that beat Arizona last year, and um. Yeah, it, it very very embarrassing. So does and this make the Buffalo loss for Arizona look better? Yeah, it does. I think so, right? Big winner, Sean Miller, uh, by by Buffalo beating West Virginia. Uh, Bob Huggins got memed. What happened? They just kept they kept memeing him. You know, him being sad on the sidelines. Oh, really? All over, big I cat that. all over. You know, putting the Huggy Bear thing out there, and I'm like, it's November, folks. Let Huggy Bear lose these games. He's he's letting these kids learn how to lose. They're all newcomers. I mean, his press conference was awesome after the game. He was basically just like, I can't trust these kids. <laughs> <laughs> he can't trust Lamont West jacking up three. Like, I, yeah, oh my god, like a, rain that guy in. Yeah. Lamont, I, I watched that game too. Not to brag, I, I actually watched these games. Tate, um, I did. Too. I take my job seriously. I watched um, Lamont West. This man, can we rein this man in? He he was three for ten from the three point line. He and and. Even three for ten, I don't even believe. It felt like he was one for like nineteen and was just jacking threes left and right. Beetle Bolden gets cramps in West Virginia's defense. Beetle Bolden gets cramps, goes out of the game, and then the wheels start to fall off for them. So uh, I don't know if you're trying to be optimistic, West Virginia fan. You're saying, "Well, we, we get Beetle back, we'll be fine." I need and more Kanate. Yeah, I need more from him. I don't. But th- this is kind of what I said it to be when we were doing the West Virginia preview. Is like, I think Kanate's really good and deserves to be talked about, but he does. He is, uh, there's a little bit of the element, I think I used Giannis as the example where, although Giannis is like actually really <laughs> fucking nice this year, um, but like Giannis like three years ago where like people wouldn't actually watch the games, they would just see like a highlight where he'd make a play that, and you're just like, holy shit, this guy's got to be the best player. You see the Kanate blocks where he takes the two <laughs> hands and volleyball spikes it and you're like, mm-hmm. well that man must be the best center in college basketball. Yes, it's like, me. Nah. He's not. He's very, very good. He's very Bismack good player. Just, yeah. just like literally go get in the paint. We're going to throw you a fastball in the lane and turn around and just throw it in. And then get yeah. back on defense and put your hands up and just like wait for the guys to he come He blocks shots with two him. hands, which is awesome. Yeah. And and I like that. He's very good. I don't mean to say that he's like one-dimensional, but he's not uh, 
he's not as good as his highlights would indicate is all I've ever said about him. It's going it, to be a so. down year for West Virginia until we hit Big 12 play, and they're going to get their team around. Those young guys will get better. And, and they'll be Kansas at home. Exactly. And then they'll be back, and they'll be exactly. fine. And, that's, and that'll be fine. Uh, but no, Buffalo has my attention. Buffalo, the other thing about Buffalo I love, uh, I, I noticed this in the West Virginia game, they're starting five Tate jersey numbers, one, two, three, four, five. Do you think that's a you know a Bobby Hurley thing that he left behind? Yeah, because this is his program. That's a great idea. That this should is his be his legacy. If if a program did that's what that, Indiana should do. Yeah, yeah. Duke could couldn't Duke like almost no, do it? Is no, it? No. Well, I mean, no. I'm trying. I'm trying to think they of the have numbers. Names, it has to be a team without names on the back. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying this specific Duke team isn't oh, it like oh. Barrett's five. Yeah, Zion's one. Three is Trey Jones. Three is Trey Jones. Two is Cam Reddish. Two is Cam Reddish. Four is Grayson Allen. He comes Four. back and wears JJ's number. Yeah, that's what it is. Bring, bring back bring JJ. Back, bring back Grayson. Um, yeah, there should be a team that does this. This should become O'Connell a, should switch to four. The, that's what it is. Problem solved. That's what it is. This is a free idea, though. Well, Gerald's going back to number two. O'Connell's going to four, and that's the starting five for Duke. Free idea. If you're a college basketball program looking to start something cool and like a like get people interested in you, and you can't really figure it out, do that. Just every year, your number, the jersey numbers change, and if you start your number, or you, you can change game to game, can't you? Like there's no rule that says you can't. There's no there's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. There's also no rule that says you can't change numbers from game to game. So like, just assign rules one, two, three, four, and five for your starters every game, and then guys like fluctuate in and out of you know if a guy gets benched, you, you lose jersey number five. Yeah, and then yeah. when you get a start over your if someone gets hurt, you come in to start starting yeah. point guard. Now you're wearing number one. It's like one. the didn't, didn't Nebraska used to hand out the black shirts for the defense like back in the '90s or whatever. Where yeah. It was like you're you're, a, you're here's your black shirt you. You've arrived. That should be like the thing. Is like like the coach presents it is like, Johnny, come here. I got something for you. And it's the number three jersey. And it's like, oh shit, coach. You really think I'm ready? This He's like, you're ready, mo- Johnny. It's the most <laughs> Indiana or Butler thing to yeah. do ever. They should both both programs should do this. How do we make this happen? I know this is a, it's Let's a great idea. Uh, but Buffalo, you have our attention. Um, you you had our attention last year. They actually are a, a, a pretty good team. They were fun to watch. CJ Massenburg was just going nuts. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens there. What else we got, Tate? Chris Wilkes, UCLA. I watched him in the UCLA game. Okay. Uh, I like UCLA's team this year. I think that they got this guy, Moses, mm. who is a double-double machine. A guy like, I thought Sharif O'Neal would be missed, and then I realized that they have a bunch of other young guys that are really good, and we didn't even really get into the details with UCLA. So I really like that team. Virginia Tech, I liked what I saw from them. I like what I saw from Kansas State. Dean Wade, double-double machine. Dean Wade's a double-double guy. Kansas State is yeah yeah Dean Dean Kansas State's an interesting team the 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 scores you look at the scores well they can't shoot threes yeah, they they, can't, yeah. <laughs> which is interesting because every single other college like I watch you watch Kansas you said it was a three point shootout like right. Kansas State playing Kansas those are two very contrasting styles of basketball and if Gerald Vick is not making eight threes I could see Kansas State having a good time playing against them but yeah. if he is they're gonna get blown out yeah make I, shots yeah, yeah. If you make, <laughs> you make shots you look good you make, make shots some, you don't make some shots. Uh, Nick Ward also twenty five and ten. I didn't watch any yeah, of that well, game. Well, see, I just saw the, the stat line. Uh, here's the, the thing: the 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 three team can, uh, coming out of the Champions Classic. We knew that Duke was was great, unstoppable machine. We knew Kansas was right there on Duke's level, almost or maybe just as good. Who really knows? Uh, we knew that Nick Ward was garbage, and we knew that Kentucky was garbage. Yep. And then uh, basically, Duke looked vulnerable and kind of subverted our thoughts on Duke. Kansas did the same thing. Nick Ward comes out and has a monster game, and then uh, Kentucky still sucks. But whatever, <laughs> we'll, give, we'll we'll see about that. My mom and I were watching Coach Cal, and it was like a pity party. We're yeah. like we're like feeling bad for him. We're like, come on, Coach Cal, mm-hmm. come on, Cal. The podcast is back, Cal. Yeah, Coach Hard, Cal. It's tough, dude. 
And the I saw, Salukis. I the saw Salukis some, were getting I, after him. I saw some headline that like the the guy, all the all Kentucky's recruiting targets for the year, what, next year or whatever. Have committed to Memphis. Pretty much. As they said <laughs> that Kentucky, Kentucky, the experts are saying Kentucky is expected to miss out on basically every target that they have right now. Cow to the Kings? Yeah, I think it's cow, cow to the Kings. That's, that's why the red shirt, the red shirt with Brad. Maybe that was a sign, you know. He's, maybe that like, was he's it. like, sit out, just sit out, and just yeah. wait and see what Daddy's going to do. Because next yeah. year you're playing for the Sacramento Kings. Do, are, are you suggesting that Cal calls himself Daddy? To Brad? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Definitely. Uh, yeah, it was poor for Kentucky. Can I just talk about my boy Luke May real quickly in North Carolina? Please. Yeah, you went to Carolina after the tour. Elon. Yeah, I saw them in person. Uh, unbelievable game. If you didn't watch the North Carolina Elon game, Nazir Little, 21 points off the bench in 20 minutes. That was great to see. Uh, Luke May. I'm calling him Big May until he loses some weight because I was I was told Sean not May to. says uh, cease and desist. <laughs> no, he's Big May all day. This okay, is this, this is, is Luke May. May's been Big May for about a couple months, and I'm like Luke. Zion jokes are fun. Luke May jokes is are Luke not May fun. Fat? Is that yes, what you're telling yes, me? Yeah, he's big. He's not fat. He's husky. I think. I mean, mm. he's slow. He's not looking great. I I was I'm willing to put him on the bench at this point just to you know send a message to him. Uh, no more but he, honey. But buns. he passed the mile time, right? Isn't that the thing that Carolina has to run? You have to run the mile. He ran the fastest mile of like anyone ever. So it really doesn't make any sense. Huh. And I, I just need to see shirt off pictures to see if he's just like ripped up and it's muscles that are making him look bigger. Speaking, speaking of fat guys and Zion, while we're on the topic, I watched the first episode of the Earn Everything doc. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't make it through more than one episode. Of being on. I'm not watching. Shout it. out to Sasha, uh, our friend who gave me her login info. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you, Sasha. What a legend. I, I promised her I'd give her a shout out. Um. So I watched the first episode, and uh, 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 there's a pool party at Coach K's oh, house. Oh, yeah, I've seen the clips. And the entire team is in the pool playing volleyball with their shirts off. One guy is shown a lot in this at this pool party, and there's one guy that doesn't ever take his shirt off. Coach K. No, he actually had a shirt off. He has he has he has angel, he has angel wing tattoos on his oh back. It was gosh. shocking. Oh my! No, gosh. he didn't have a shirt. I was like, <laughs> one one he has player, everything on his chest. Yeah, uh, one player did not take a shirt off. That man is Zion Williamson, and I'm telling you, Tate, no way. That is a fact. That is no way because I saw pictures of him with dude, his shirt off. Dude, I I was watching the whole goddamn thing, and they just had, he had like a beat. So, so you're saying on video, on video they didn't show up, but then they put the pictures out of him with his shirt. Oh, off. so the pictures at the pool party yeah. were out. Yeah, but on video they didn't because they know of the angle. Because you can yeah. Photoshop you can the Photoshop. pictures. But the video, I swear, I was watching. I was trying. I mean, I can go back and recheck every angle. But uh, <laughs> from what I saw, they <laughs> would like we have they to. would they would cut to it, and like guys are playing cornhole, and they all got their shirts off, and Zion's sitting there, and at one point he took his shirt off, but he had the uh, the tank top underneath. And so he's like holding the shirt while he's got the tank on, and it's just very curious. That is a fat guy move to always have the shirt on. Like that is at the pool, especially. That is a hundred percent a fat yes. guy move yes. at the pool to have the shirt on. Whenever been there, done that. Keep yeah. your shirt on. Same. That's yeah. how I know. Yeah, I that's, like, how, that's how we, we're all like, yeah, we get Spider-Man, it. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> like, meme. It's like, yes. it's like Zion, I don't blame you, dog. Keep your shirt on. Like, yeah, don't let people peer pressure you. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I just found that interesting. But Luke May, back to Luke May. Uh, he's fat. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying I'm worried about it, his weight, but also love. <laughs> <laughs> love Leaky Black, love Nazir Little, love Kobe why, White. Why does uh, Black, uh, White, and Little all great kids? Why is uh, 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 um, the, the kid the uh, Little? Why is he not starting? Oh, because uh, Roy Williams is uh, he's played he's played starter minutes, so he's played in the top five minutes. Is so. he trying to Marvin Williams him? No, he's not. He's going to be starting. Garrison Brooks will come out eventually. I think it'll happen in Vegas next week. And then he's going to. And then uh, what, what number is Little? Where? What do you mean? 
five jersey number. Get See? five. There get you go. Yeah. There it is. He's already wearing number five. He's exactly. already earned the starter jersey. And look, twenty one points in twenty minutes. I mean, I know Quad A Green had fourteen points off the bench, but I, you know, twenty one points in twenty minutes is pretty impressive. I have a couple other things I want to bring up. Seventh Woods also back. Uh, who, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, s- s- uh, a couple other things I want to bring Colin up. Colin Gillespie also back. Who cares? Uh, I have a couple other things I want to bring up. Auburn blew out Washington. Um, mm-hmm. That was the first. That was like the uh, the one. I think it was the the only game between two ranked teams that wasn't Champions Classic. I believe Austin Wiley gave me a lot of Nick Richards vibe in that game. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't really yes. seem. He seemed very disinterested very in what was going on. But I guess but they're the, good. The, the 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 defense to that is that Auburn. Like by the time Austin Wiley got in the game, the, the game was pretty much over. Auburn yeah, blitzed Washington, uh, and I, I bring it up to say Auburn's a good team. Uh, I was I I I really want to go to a game there. By the way, that atmosphere looks awesome on TV. Let's the, call the Auburn. Noon. I know. Let's figure it out. Um, but Washington, I'm slightly concerned about Washington. They had the big they had the big win against Nevada in the the secret scrimmage. Better that dump wasn't all that Starbucks screwed. right now. And yeah. Apologize. I know. Coach but that's Hopkins. why I'm worried, dude. Because I'm a Washington guy now. We know this. I got a twelve dollar mm. gift card. Uh, I'm in the bag for Washington. <laughs> the two three zone was not looking great against Auburn. Auburn was just like getting any shot they wanted. But Auburn's too athletic. Yeah. I mean, they the Washington wasn't and ready then, for and that. Then that was West Coast basketball. Classic. They followed up. They played some some no name West Coast school. I forget like. Santa Barbara or some shit, uh, and they they, they had a close they had a close one uh, they had a close one after the Auburn. You mean Cal State Northridge? <laughs> Mark Godfrey was there, dude. They had another close game, so I'm I'm, I'm slightly concerned about Washington. Don't uh, worry about it. We got Yeah, they'll be back. We it's the zone. It it's all for the tournament. All you gotta do is making the tournament. It is the tournament. Yeah, they're, they're gonna do the they're gonna Just do the, the Bayhawk. They're gonna get an 11 seed and yeah. like make the Elite Eight. 10, 11 seed. Start playing the zone in the tournament. Teams freak yeah. out, and it's perfect. And the other the only other thing I wanted to mention was uh, Loyola lost at home to Furman. Uh, did you see how they lost though? Did you see the the guy back cuts and then yams on the dude from Furman? Um, Furman, another military school in South Carolina. Congratulations, yeah. that was for the troops. Also, I mean, if you're Duke and you're Coach K, you just gotta let Army win, right? On Veterans Day, I couldn't believe that. Did, did, I, yeah, I thought it was bigger. Why I thought it was Army, bigger than basketball, yeah. Kyle? But I guess it's not. Um, yeah, Loyola lost, which was pretty sh- at home. It was pretty shocking. Huge upset. Uh, not really. Loyola has Clayton Custer's, the twelfth best player in college basketball coming into the season, as we know. Um, so yeah. So is the pressure on Porter? And, and, and is that, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hot, <laughs> is hot, the hot seat. seat. <laughs> they showed. Yeah, I actually I was Porter watching on the stove. I was watching the. Uh, I was watch. I, I saw the highlight because yeah, firm. The game was tied, or maybe firm was down one. Whatever. The guy goes back door, catches catches a bounce pass, and then just goes up and yams on loyal to basically win the game. And if you zoom in, if you like, look up this clip on Twitter. Uh, I swear to God, you zoom in. You can see, like, in the background, sister sister Jean, sister Jean being wheeled out of the arena. Oh my goodness! Yeah. She's Again, like, yeah. It's over. I'm out of here. What yeah. a Fairweather fan. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting to me. Anything else before we go? No, I'm just excited to talk about college basketball. Are we going to do another one this week? That's really the question at this point. Yeah, we got to figure out the schedule. We got to yeah. figure out. Uh, we do, were, I want to talk about this Michigan team because I like what I've seen from Charles and Charles Matthews. Yeah. I, I like that team. Uh, they got a nice little Canadian guy we haven't talked about. Also, David Scar from Clemson playing great. We'll uh, do another, we should do, we'll do another pod yeah. on Friday. We'll yeah. do another pun on Friday because we we got to talk about the Michigan Villanova game that's happening today. Um, we got to talk about Musselman. There, there's a lot to talk about. We didn't yeah. get to, we didn't get to enough of it. Uh, we took like a week off. I don't really know why. And coincidentally, you were also gone for a little while. I don't know. Just connected dots. I'm trying to. It was nice to be home. To the, great to be in North Carolina. Uh, great to be in Chapel Hill, even though it rained the entire time. 
but also great to be off the road. One last thought. I just I just thought of uh, speaking of Villanova. Did you see today that Jay Wright was talking about Quinterly mm. and said that he he has the potential to be the best point guard that Villanova has ever had? <laughs> and then the the standard that he set was like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, and mm. it was pretty interesting. Hmm. I'm trying to think who was a point guard uh, there who was, before. Who, was the last who good also point guard? number one there? Who, who, yeah, who was the last good point guard they had at Villanova? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I'm sure. You know what? Named after Jalen Rose. You know what? I'm sure Jalen Brunson. Uh, I'm sure Villanova fans are going to be really shitty at Jay Wright and and lose their minds. That uh, I mean, to be I'm honest, sure I'd that. be pissed if I was Gillespie. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the right side of history, Tate. That's <laughs> or, all I'm or saying. Or Archie Diacono. What if yeah. he? What if he brought out Diacono? He's yeah, like, yeah. he's like the arch. Also, another guy I really thought could could you know do it at the next level. Jay Wright commits to our bit, and he just starts listing every point guard he's had except Brunson. <laughs> just to, <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. Uh, before we go, uh, let's do dirty laundry as well. Let's 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 put out the bat signal for that. Send us DM us at One Shining Pod. Um, follow us on Twitter too if if you're into that sort of thing. If you want to, um, if you're I don't know. But but DM us your 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 dirty laundry stories. We're gonna bring back that back next week. Are people? Do you check the DMs, Kyle? It's been a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have. Let, the, let's I don't do have a, the password. Let's so do an I exercise can. right now. Do you have Do you have the password? Can you open it right now? I can open it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do an exercise where I don't check the DMs. Just read anymore. the first one. Yeah. Just like read read like a like just pick a random DM that we have not read in probably six months and see. Um, what's going on in the DMs? In the meantime, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out the call to the people. Uh, we're gonna bring back Dirty Laundry. Oh shit! Do you guys know the password? I have to confirm my identity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the password. That's the thing. I can't even look at it. I have no idea what the password is. <laughs> Whatever gets tweeted is not I. Does anybody know the password? <laughs> oh, no one shit. knows the password. We'll figure it out by next week for we'll f- sure. We'll figure out the password. D- uh, send us in the DMs uh, your your stories about. Uh, you know, college basketball coaches that you saw on campus, or or just all your dirty laundry. You you know what the segment is. Um, also, good reminder, guy, good guy, bad guy will be back. Uh, it will, will be it? back. It will be back. The most confusing segment in it podcasting. No, it's only two this year. It's a good guy and a bad guy. And I saw Steve. Lavin. Are you saying bad guy or bad guy? Bag, B A G. And if you can't hear me, I'm done with you. What do you, you mean by good guy? By the <laughs> if way, if you can't hear me, I'll fuck you up. Uh, <laughs> that's where I'm at uh, in terms of things. Um, Steve Lavin in a picture with Jay Wright wearing an Adidas. Have you seen the picture? I'll show it to you after this. Right. He's wearing literally the biggest Adidas logo you'll ever see in your entire life. The sweatshirt is his entire body, and it's just an Adidas sign. And Steve I'm like, Lavin's doing this. Bad guy. That's my that's my honorary first bad guy of the season, Steve Lavin. Oh, well, cannot wait. We'll bring it back. Cannot um, wait. Yeah, it was it was the most, but that became part of the charm was how confusing it was. Well, to people. no Kyle like, guy this year because yeah. it's Jerome season. Jerome is yeah. burning. We'll do Kyle's guy. Kyle's guy. Torin Dorn. So we're gonna do Torin Dorn every Dorn. single week. Good, good for guy, State fans. Yeah. Good guy, bad guy, Kyle's guy, Cal's guy, Cal's guy. What about Cal's guy? Where uh, we talk about the Kentucky <laughs> player who's not terrible this week. He's like the really, really that, proud of Andrew Harrison yeah. what he was able to do for the Cavs last oh, night. Big the, win over the Hornets. Oh, the NBA guy. Yeah, that'd be good. NBA I was thinking guy. like I was thinking like the one guy who's not fucking up for the Kentucky team this oh, year. Quad A Green. Yeah, Quad A Green is always that thirty point game's coming. Dude, Fourteen off happen. the bench. That's basically thirty. Um. So yeah, send us your DM us your dirty laundry stories. We're gonna bring that back. We're also uh, I want to I want to put out the uh, the bat signal for uh, the Club Trill belt that I I I've mentioned before. Um. If you're if you're listening to this and you're a player, you're a college basketball player, a walk on, and mostly walk ons, you're probably gonna have the better chance to win it. But you can be a scholarship guy too; it doesn't matter. We don't discriminate. No, but also Division One men only. Um, 
but also be at a D1 school. Email me at uh, oneshiningpod at gmail.com and, and, and sign up for this contest uh, where I am giving out a replica WWE championship belt, a custom-made one. You saw Kevin Love wearing one over his shoulder when the Cavs won the title. I'm doing the same thing. We are giving out a belt to whichever player gets the most trillions in college basketball this year. We have like 15 guys I want to say signed up right now. So, uh, so they're getting like it's it's there's not a ton of guys. Like if you sign up, you have a good chance of winning this thing. It's it's badass belt. You're it's going to be awesome. It's a fun contest. The people get really excited about it. Can and, I be um, belt guy? Yeah, we're gonna we'll, belt do the guy. Belt. we'll do the belt update <laughs> yeah. of the also year. Also, belt yeah. guy. <laughs> so, uh, fans that are listening to this, bug your bug your walk-ons, bug players to, to to tweet at them, tell them to sign up for this. And if you're a player listening to this, uh, email me and get on the list because I, I'm only including people that that want to be on it. I don't want people involved in this contest that don't even know about it. So that's that. Anything else before we go, Tate? No. You're, you're, you're over there holding your phone laughing like you're, you got something to say. No, I'm just laughing. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, we will be back on Friday. Are we, are, we, are we doing it on Friday? I think we should do one on Friday. Can we get like a set schedule for this goddamn podcast? Tuesdays and Thursdays unless I have other things going on. <laughs> I have bad news. I got... I got to meet a plumber at my house at 3 o'clock on Friday, so we're going to have to do something. There's <laughs> a hole in my ceiling, and it's because okay, of the pipes. Well, first of all, if there's a hole in your ceiling, what is a plumber going to do? Well, that's the pipes, Dave. <laughs> so you're like, well, damn. <laughs> that sucks. I don't have insurance, guys, so I need to get the, I need to nip this Cow, in the bud. When are you getting your own podcast? On, when am I getting the, my own room back in my just, apartment? Is, the, is That's one a, thing at a time. Yeah, guys. you got to get a car, your own room. Then a podcast. In a whole... That's the one, two, three. That's the Kyle plan. And a ceiling patched. And well, that... Those, comes with a new place. <laughs> those are like included in the car. <laughs> Every time you fix your ceiling and patch it up, you lose the chance at a car. You know the funniest thing is that I somebody sent me a Casper mattress and it's in the box because I'm waiting to move. So I'm just staring at this awesome mattress in a box that I just can't... What, it, what, is your room, what is your roommate looking at? He's like, I'm about to sleep He's looking that at that motherfucking couch. That's what he's looking at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait till Kyle comes in. He's like, you'll never see what happened. I woke up and all I heard was, fuck this <laughs> That'll be the best. Oh, That'll be the best. Oh, my God. We love it. The season's back. We're, we're do- back. We're, we're doing it. Uh, all right. We'll be back on Friday. Uh, get Kyle a couch. Get Kyle a mattress. Get Kyle his ceiling fix. Get Kyle verified on Twitter. If you, if you have any power at all out there, direct it towards Kyle. <laughs> the man needs some help. We will see you guys Friday. <laughs>